Get your questions ready. The Fantasy Forecast with Anita Marks starts right now. Good morning. Good morning. It is Fantasy Forecast here on 98.7 ESPN. Uh, fresh off my flight, back from visiting Mama Mimi down there in South Florida for Thanksgiving. And right here to your airwaves uh, to help you win, hopefully, your Week 12 fantasy football matchup. And uh, don't forget, we got New York Game Day coming your way at the top of the 8 o'clock hour. Monty Toomer, Mike Tannenbaum will join me as well. Uh, we'll recap the uh, series of unfortunate events that took place against the Jets as to why they lost to the Miami Dolphins 34-13 to on Black Friday. Uh, and then, um, and then, of course, get you ready for the Giants game against the Patriots. We'll hear, of course, from... Jordan Renan. Uh, we'll also hear from Rich Samini. Um, I'll have my locks of the week for you. And um, all, all the things, as my mom likes to say, all the things, Anita, all the things. So um, hopefully everybody had a fantastic Thanksgiving holiday. I, I know we've got our producers, Tom and Harvey, working the show Uh, as they always do each and every Sunday morning. So work very hard. So uh, happy holidays to you and yours, Tom. How was it? How was your uh, Thanksgiving? Well, good morning, Anita, and I hope you had a great Thanksgiving as well. I had to work on Thanksgiving over at the other place I work at. So, uh, yeah. Which we will not disclose. uh, No, we will not. Because we don't want your fans standing outside. (laughs) You know, yes, of course. But uh, asking no. for your autograph. It, it, it was a lax day. I, like after that, I got to have the leftovers the next day. So that was always nice. A little bit right. of turkey, cranberry sauce always hits the spot. Right, right. So I, I went down to uh, I went down to South Florida uh, to visit Mama Mimi. And uh, and let me tell you something. Nothing better than traveling on Thanksgiving Day. It's it, it's like it's a whole new world. Oh, it's I'm sure un- it is. Oh, it's unbelievable. No lines, no hassle, extra seats on the plane, right? Everybody's nice. Oh, let me tell you something. It's the only way. Folks, You, if you have to travel for Thanksgiving, wait until day of. Get the first flight out on Thursday morning. There's nothing like it. it and, and then I came back late last night. So I avoided the Wednesday hassle and I, of course, I avoided the the Sunday hassle, but went down there, had a great time with Mama Mimi, took her out to dinner with a few other of my friends, had a fantastic dinner, uh, went back and, of course, watched a ton of football, uh, had some pink bubbly, some dessert, played some cards, and uh, played a lot of pickleball while I was down there. The weather was beautiful. Was it? it was like 80 degrees, sunny, beautiful. Played a lot of pickleball. Uh, had a Friendsgiving with stone crabs you ever have stone crabs tom never had stone crabs before not that i can recall unless it's been mixed into sushi that i've eaten before but i I doubt that's the case no can't say i've ever had a stone crab sushi roll although could be interesting um so so no so how were the stone crabs how do they differ from i guess normal crab i guess so uh so stone crabs are uh are crabs that you find down in south florida and they're they're they've got a really really hard shell and so typically they have to be pre-cracked. Um, they're, they're not like Maryland crabs where like, you know, they boil them in like 
that like I'm trying to think what that seasoning is that old bay seasoning and then they throw them on the table and you put on a bib and you get nasty and you get dirty and you get in that crab and you pull out the crab meat you got to take a shower after you eat those Maryland crabs this isn't like that this is uh this is very uh bougie these are crabs that um when they are delivered to your table they're delivered on ice and they're pre-cracked and um and you just you peel away the shell and the meat just slivers off the muscle or the tendon whatever it's hanging on and um and you dip it in this delicious um mustard sauce mustard cream sauce and it is divine sounds delicious i'm glad you were able to live a high roller lifestyle this thanksgiving weekend yes thank you thank you thank you uh more importantly mama mimi did so uh we had friendsgiving with some stone crabs a lot of pickleball and again now i'm back here on the airwaves uh excited to spend sunday morning with you and of course all our listeners 800-919-3776 again i'm wishing everybody had a fantastic thanksgiving holiday um, and, uh, and of course, so funny taking my Uber home from the airport last night, Christmas music. Isn't that the line? Like when, like, this is a conversation. Like, when do you start playing Christmas music before Thanksgiving or after? To me, it's after it's, after, it's like, it's, it's ap- immediately after, after no, not immediately after it's gotta be December for me. I, I don't want to see any Christmas decorations in the house. I don't want to hear any Christmas music until December 1st, 12 o'clock, midnight, December 1st. That is my oh, that's deadline. that's what it is for you? It's December 1st? Well, yeah, I'm, for I'm me a curmudgeon it's... like that. Okay. All right. I hear you. For me, it's right after Thanksgiving. So it was nice. I, I, I came home in the Uber last night listening to Christmas music. Um, big shout out to Mariah Carey. And... Uh, <laughs> And and I'm in the Christmas spirit now, so let's get to it. Uh, let's it's in it, the Christmas spirit is all about giving. So let's give some wealth of information for the folks out there to uh, hopefully help them win their fantasy football matchups. But uh, let's do this. I, I do want to go to the calls because Shelton called in even before we started the show, and I love when folks do that. Eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. Shelton, welcome in. Good morning. Happy holidays to you and yours. Uh, what's your uh, what's your fantasy question, my friend? Yeah, good morning, Anita, and uh, welcome back. At running back, Devin Singletary or James Conner, thank you and good luck. Yeah, uh, appreciate it. Uh, you know, very interesting, and, and I'm as always, you know, I'm going to get to the list of players that you need to be in the know about as we get closer to the 1130 active-inactive list. But, man, there's a slew of wide receivers that are not going to play for uh, the Cardinals today. So I, I think James Conner is – I think he's going to get really a, a, a boatload – uh, a volume. So I would lean towards James Conner. On top of the fact that, to me, he is the better running back. Also, uh, Pierce is dealing with an ankle, but he has not been ruled out yet. So, especially if Pierce is active and now he's back in that backfield with Singletary and they're going to be sharing the load, uh, yeah, I think you go I think you go James Conner's here. Um, let's do this. I, I want to look back before we look forward, and I'm sorry, I don't mean to depress some folks, but... Um, there have been four games that have already been played. So uh, if you have the Dallas Cowboys defense, good for you. I have. I'm sitting with about anywhere between, depending, of course, on my uh, on my uh, my point system, anywhere between 15 to 18 points for a defense. Uh, so I'm thrilled about that. Uh, but let's look back. Uh, the Jets going up against the Miami Dolphins. Dolphins with 34 points against a very good Jets defense. But listen, here's the thing. 
Uh, when you've got a quarterback like Tim Boyle or a quarterback like Zach Wilson that's going three and out, three and out, three and out, and the opposing team is not only, uh, you know, um, just eating up the time of possession, dominating the time of possession, uh, a few things happens happens there, right? And that is your defense gets tired, they get exhausted, they get spent, they have no more gas in their tank, especially in the second half, the fourth quarter. And you've got a plethora of running backs for uh, for the Miami Dolphins uh, who like to run the football, so that doesn't bode well. Also, um, you know, you win the field position battle, where now the Dolphins are starting on, you know, possibly in Jets territory. So... It, it just, it, you know, really, at the end of the day, it begins and ends with the fact that, unfortunately, this is a Jets team with no quarterback. And that's been the story since day one. So now they've lost four straight. They're sitting at four and seven. And they lost to the Dolphins 34 to 13. We'll do a deeper dive into this matchup, of course, with Amani Toomer and Mike Tannenbaum coming your way, New York game day at eight o'clock. Uh, but if you had Brees Hall and you played him, uh, seven carries for 25 yards, no bueno. Garrett Wilson, thank God he found the end zone, gave you a little something. I don't know, maybe you're sitting there with 12 or 15 points with Garrett Wilson, but seven receptions for 44. Meanwhile, for the Miami Dolphins, uh, not that Tua did anything spectacular, but man, Mostert, 20 carries, 94 yards, two touchdowns on the ground, and um, really uh, was the star of the show, obviously, uh, on, uh, on Black Friday. Uh, Waddle, Eight receptions for 114 yards. And then uh, Tyree Kill, nine receptions for 102 and a touchdown. So uh, so if you had either of those bad boys, good for you. Um, and also if you had the Miami Dolphins defense, uh, good for you as well. Because Tim Boyle tossed two interceptions. But so did Tua, by the way. So if you had the Jets defense, uh, I, don't, I don't think you did half bad either, right? Um, let's go to the Detroit-Green Bay game, which this is a huge surprise to me. I would have I would have won a boatload of money on Turkey Day if the Detroit Lions uh, would have at least just won this game. I had I played a, listen to this Tom. I played a touchdown score and win parlay. I had David Montgomery scoring a touchdown and the Lions winning. I had Christian McCaffrey scoring a touchdown and the 49ers winning and I had CD Lamb scoring a touchdown and the Dallas Cowboys winning. So in, in, in a parlay and it pay, and I want to say I paid, I think it was like 12 to one. I put a hundred dollars down on it. So, so all those cats, all those cats scored a touchdown. All I needed was the Detroit lions to, to beat the Packers and they wet the bed. You believe that? Uh, well, you win some, you lose some, but I mean, Ultimately, at the end of the day, you said you won this, right? Or was it the Lions thing that screwed you? Right. Well, I, I needed, I needed, I needed all six of those things to happen. So oh. all, th- all three of those players scored a touchdown. Yeah. Dallas won. Forty mm-hmm. ers won. Yeah. I needed Detroit to win. All I gotcha. needed was Detroit That's to what... win. They didn't have to cover. They just had to win. Well, see, and they, and, that... and they lost. And, and listen, I know this is part of gambling. I know, I know, I know. Yeah, that's all I was going to say. I'm just saying, it, like, it's the parlay, for me, so it, it's tough. But for me to hit all like the other five legs, which predicting the touchdowns is is more times than not more difficult than predicting who's going to win or not. Anyway, well, you would have thought the lines would have won that. That that was a good bet. Like that, obviously, you had the lines winning in that parlay. It's just eh, didn't work out for you. You hit five of six. Yeah. 
yeah, I mean, hey, that, listen, that's not bad at the end of the day, even though you lost I, the money. I love Dan Campbell, but boy, was he outcoached, especially uh, Green Bay Packers came out and just punched them in the mouth early. Uh, Jordan Love, 268 yards in three touchdowns. Uh, Goff, 332 yards in two touchdowns. So both quarterbacks uh, performing admirably. David Montgomery, 15 carries, 71 yards and a, and a rushing touchdown. Um, wasn't a part of the passing game, of course. Uh, that's where Gibbs comes in. But only four receptions for 19 yards. He did carry the ball 11 times for 54 yards. Um, also, Laporta, if you do have him as tight end, uh, he scored a touchdown and Josh Reynolds did as well. Uh, St. Brown put up some good numbers, nine receptions for 95 yards, but did not find the end zone. Meanwhile, A.J. Dillon, because Aaron Aaron Jones was out, A.J. Dillon, 14 carries for 43, for 43 yards. I have to say, like, just uber disappointed in A.J. Dillon's career. I was expecting a lot more from A.J. Dillon, especially at this point in his career. Not sure what has derailed there. Uh, But Chris Watson was the star of the show for the Green Bay Packers. Five receptions, 94 yards, and a touchdown. Jaden Reed found the end zone yet again. If he's available on a waiver wire, you might take interest in that. So, uh, So there was that matchup for the Dallas Cowboys. Boy, uh, Dak Prescott putting on a clinic. Is he not? 331 yards and four touchdowns. If you played Dak, kudos to you. Um, Sam Howe gripping it, ribbing it, threw it 44 times for 300 yards, but it, but an interception there as well. Tony Pollard found the end zone. Uh, Brandon Cooks as well as CeeDee Lamb, a part of the passing game. They both found the end zone. And uh, Brian Robinson, 15 carries for 53, for 53 yards. I think he would have had a bigger day but the Dallas Cowboys just were putting up so many points. Uh, Washington had to abandon the run and just go to the pass. Uh, so Curtis Samuel, 100 yards. Dotson, 5 for 52. And last but not least, let's take a look at the uh, the San Francisco 49ers game. Brock Purdy, uh, 209 yards, a touchdown, and an interception. Christian McCaffrey, the star of the show here, with 114 yards and two touchdowns. If you played C-Mac, kudos to you. Ayuk found the end zone as well. And uh, Christian McCaffrey, even a part of the passing game, five receptions for 25. Again, a big turkey day for C-Mac. Meanwhile, Geno Smith, no bueno, 180 yards and an interception. Shar uh, Barnet, uh, because uh, Kenneth Walker was out. I know a lot of people went out there and picked up Shar Barnet and, and, and started him. I did in one of my leagues. Did not benefit you at all. 14 carries for 47 yards. Did not find the end zone against a very good 49ers defense, that's for sure. Metcalf, three for 32. Lockett, three for 30. So just complete bust there heading into Sunday if you had any of those cats on your fantasy football roster. Also, uh, the 49ers holding the Seahawks to 13 points. So obviously, if you have the 49ers defense, they put up some good numbers for you. So again, I just wanted to look back before we look forward. Um, And uh, hopefully... Hopefully you're sitting there with a C-Mac, a Mostert, a Dak Prescott, a 49ers defense, a Dallas Cowboys defense, um, a Dolphins defense. So you're sitting pretty heading into this afternoon. 800-919-3776. Let's go to Winston before we take a break, gentlemen. Uh, Winston, welcome in. Good morning. Hey, how you doing, Anita? Um, Great. I'm trying to find out which tight end should I be starting today. Should I be start, starting likely from Baltimore or should I be playing Taysom Hill from New Orleans? Oh, Taysom Hill. Taysom? Yes. All right. Thank you very much. You got it, Winston. Good luck. 
We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Not thrilled about the slate of games today. They're okay. You know, not, not, don't you feel that way, Tom? Like, don't you feel like this season? I just, there's just very few, like, I want to say there was like one week where we had like, remember it was like a one o'clock game game that was awesome, a four o'clock game that was awesome, and then like a Sunday night, and then the Monday night game was good. Um, but I, I'm just, I'm looking at the slate, like, you know, it might, you know, when was the last time we said Jacksonville and Houston was a must-watch game? But let's be honest, it is. C.J. Stroud, not only is he being considered for Rookie of the Year, but he's also being considered for MVP. You know, the season started 200-1 to for C.J. Stroud to win the MVP. Now it's down to 20-1. to How about that? Like, And again, MVP, of the, not just Rookie of the Year, MVP. So um, that's going to be a good game to watch at 1 o'clock. Not going to tune in to Carolina and Tennessee. Well, of course, I will on my red zone, but, you know, Okay, there's that. Patriots and Giants, obviously in our own backyard, so there's a work interest there. Okay, the Steelers going to against Cincinnati, but Cincinnati, no more Joe Burrow. They're moving forward with uh, with Browning, undrafted in 2018. Yeah, good luck with that. Uh, the Bucks and the Colts do nothing for me. Saints and Falcons do nothing for me. So really, the the in the one o'clock hour or the one o'clock slate, Jacksonville and Houston is the best game. Are you feeling me? Yeah. If we had Burrow, that would have made uh, the situation a lot better at 1 o'clock. But I feel like, like you said, it's been that way the whole season with the injuries of ravaged the league, the lack of star power at quarterback. It just, to me, it just makes the season feel lackluster. But yet the ratings for NFL, if you look week to week, they're great. So people clearly still care about football, even if the quarterbacks aren't playing. I, I mean... I've been turned off a little bit this season, but really not that much because, again, it's still football. But, yeah, there's just a spark missing from the season, really, as a whole. Like, I'm glad to see C.J. Strouds of the world really come up and rise and, like, play really well in his rookie year. And other quarterbacks getting the opportunity, too. It's every kid's dream to play in the NFL if you grew up playing football. So it's great to see their dreams come true. But ultimately, at the end of the day, it's just made for, like I said, a lackluster season, in my opinion. It's, uh, I, I mean, let's just marinate in that for a minute, folks. The best game in the one o'clock slate today is Jacksonville and the Texans. Really unbelievable. Uh, in the four o'clock, you've got Cleveland going up against Denver. 
I'm interested in this game because I do like Sean Payton a lot, and this is a Denver Broncos team that has really turned it around. Of course, Cleveland, uh, they're rolling with DTR, their rookie quarterback. I do believe uh, Denver rolls today, but nonetheless, looking at the 4 o'clock slate, obviously the Bills and the Eagles are the premier game. Okay, Bills and Eagles are the premier game. Uh, You've got Kansas City in Las Vegas taking on the Raiders. Don't be shocked if the Raiders beat Kansas City today. I'm just throwing that out there. I'm just throwing out Raiders getting nine and a half. Just throwing that out there. Um, and then later on tonight, of course, you got Baltimore going up against the Chargers. That'll be good. Lamar Jackson against Justin Herbert. Okay. And then the Monday night game, Bears against the Vikings. I mean, come on. I, and and as Tom said, like, we're not turning it off. We're watching it. Why? Big reason. We're gambling on it. Let's be honest. Majority of us are. So, or we've got a fantasy football player. Uh, you know, you maybe, you know, you're, you're looking to win your league and you got DJ Moore going for you on Monday night. You're going to be tuning in. You're going to be watching. But really, let's be honest, only a few good games on this slate. And granted, yes, I know four games have already been played, Anita. But were any of them great? Besides, of course, the Green Bay Packers beating the Detroit Lions. But man, Jets got pummeled. Seattle got pummeled. And Washington got pummeled. You know, uh, nothing outstanding there. But Jacksonville, Houston, the best game on the 1 o'clock slate. Buffalo and uh, the Eagles, the best game on the 4 o'clock slate. Okay, like I said later on tonight, good one with the Ravens and the Chargers. But that's about it. 800-919-3776. Let's go to Danny. Calling in from Florida. I just got back from Florida. Danny, where are you calling in from? I'm calling in from West Palm. Oh, nice. Okay. Welcome in. What part of Florida were you at? Uh, my mom retired and moved down to Homestead, Florida. I grew up in Kendall, but um, okay. so I was down in I was down in Homestead, Florida, spending Thanksgiving with with my mom, Danny. But uh, happy holidays to you and yours. Happy holidays to you and yours as well. A quick question: So I've got Justin Jefferson, and I desperately need a win. Um, but I also have Elijah Moore and Sharik, and I'm holding on to Mooney just in case. JJ doesn't go on Monday. Should yeah, I, even I don't. Try to wait? It doesn't. It doesn't sound like he's going to go. FYI. Oh man. I know. All right, thank um, you. Here, it, let me just. You know, I'm just going to read this. This is the latest update. Um, just said that his recovery from his hamstring injury has has gone well, but he's not sure if he'll be ready to play Week 12 against the Bears. "Quote unquote." I'm feeling good. If I'm feeling good, I'll play. Uh, This is what he had to say speaking to the media on Friday. Okay. He also said he's been able to reach top speeds in practice, um, but his status is still up in the air. To make matters worse, Vikings don't play until Monday night. Of course, we know that. So fantasy managers will have to decide what they're going to do for a backup plan. So, and, and here's another thing we know about Justin Jefferson. He can give a rat's behind about your fantasy football team. He made that Perfectly clear last week. Did he not? Did he not? Anyway, uh, I, I would I would go. I, I think you said that you've got uh, the um, Saints wide receiver. I believe you said uh, that's that's pretty much who I would roll with. Um, but you know, again, just I'd watch all the networks: ESPN, Fox. CBS, see what they're reporting. Hear what's coming out of Minnesota. 
uh, before you can uh, before you, you make a final decision. But everything that I'm reading, it just it does it does not sound promising. Uh, let's go to Mark calling in from his car. Mark, good morning. Hey, Anita. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, so uh, definitely, I am in uh, need of some help this weekend. I'm five and six, and but I've got the most points in my league. Big divisional game for me today. Mm-hmm. Uh, going up against the guys top in my division. Quarterback issue, Trevor Lawrence or Kyler Murray today? Um, I would go Trevor Lawrence. I, I think it's going to be a barn burner. I, I think a lot of points are going to be put up in that in that game. Um, I think C.J. Stroud and and Trevor Lawrence are uh, are going to have to ball today. Also, Kyler Murray, and, and again, I, I apologize. Uh, I'm going to get to the players that you need to be in the know about, but Marquise Brown is dealing with a heel. Uh, Wilson is out. Dorch, by the way, could be a sneaky good play today in fantasy, especially in DFS. So uh, I would go Trevor Lawrence today. Uh, let's go. He's going to, and, and Zay Jones is back for him. So he's going to have all his weapons at his disposal. Let's go to James in New York. James, good morning. Good morning, Anita. How are you? Fantastic. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, so I have a, I'm, I'm sitting at six and five. Do I start Dalton Kincaid or Trey McBride today? Ooh, that's champagne problems there, James. I know. <laughs> um, I think both those guys are going to be serviceable, serviceable for you. But like I said, considering you've got Marquise Brown dealing with a heel, uh, Wilson is expected to be out. I think McBride's going to get a ton of targets. So, so right. again, I, I, I like, I like both these guys. I think you can't go wrong with either of them. The Eagles have given up the most fantasy football points to opposing tight ends this season. So there's that. But, um, but just on, I think sheer volume alone that I think he's going to get, I would go McBride. And I, and I do believe that uh, he will find the end zone today as well. Quick break. We come back. Like I said, let's go through that list of players uh, who uh, are doubtful, questionable, and have already been ruled out. Okay, we'll do that next. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Let's get you in the know. Uh, Quarterback-wise, of course, um, Burrow out. Jake Browning is going to get the start for Cincinnati. Undrafted in 2018. This is his first legit NFL start. Going up against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Good luck with that. So, obviously, you're not playing Browning, but are you playing Jamar Chase? I would cons- I would reconsider that. So, for example, like I would play somebody like Tank Dell or Nico Collins or Devontae Smith over Jamar Chase. Let's be honest. What what do you what do you think he's gonna do today? against that Pittsburgh Steelers defense. I don't think he's going to do much. Uh, Ritter, back under center for Atlanta this week. 
So uh, going back to Ritter, I, I mean, what does that mean? Do you, you got him in fantasy? Hopefully not. I don't know. Maybe you play in a deep league. Maybe you play two quarterback league. I don't know. Uh, but just FYI, a big change there in, in them going back to Ritter at quarterback. Wide receivers, I know Justin Jefferson. We got a call about Justin Jefferson. Still questionable. Um, you know, it's one thing to go out there and practice and feel like, oh, I'm in, I'm, I'm, I'm in full speed and I feel really good at practice. And then you get into a game situation. Um, and again, it, it's not like Justin Jefferson really cares about your or my fantasy team. He made that perfectly clear last week. Polar opposite to Austin Eckler, right? Austin Eckler's like, oh man, I want to get out there. I feel so bad. I know you drafted me in the first round. I want to perform for you. How can you not love a dude like that? Anyway, uh, Michael Thomas has been placed on IR. That's why the previous caller who called in before, uh, you know, so uptick in targets for other Alvin Kamara, other guys that are a part of that passing game for the Saints. Cooper Cup dealing with an ankle, but word out of L.A. is that he is going to give it a go and he is going to play. Uh, Odell Beckham Jr., true game time decision, which is fine with me because I love Zay Flowers. I think a ton of points uh, is going to be put up in this uh, Sunday night game against the Chargers. And, uh, and, and I think Lamar Jackson in the passing attack is going to be really prolific. Uh, no Mark Andrews as well. So I love me some Zay Jones tonight against that Chargers secondary. That's for sure. But Odell Beckham Jr., game time decision tonight in L.A. A.J. Brown is dealing with a thigh, but is expected to go. Pickens dealing with a shin, uh, but is expected to go today for the Pittsburgh Steelers. As I said uh, before, you've got Marquise Brown dealing with a heel. Uh, Marcus Wilson is out as well. So Dorch, wide receiver Dorch for the Cardinals could be a sneaky good play for you today. Okay, sneaky good play for you today. Noah Brown is out for the Texans. What does that mean? Big uptick for Tank Dell and Nico Collins because Noah Brown is out. Puka is also dealing with a shoulder, but excuse me, is expected to play. For Kansas City, Kadarius Toney is out and Miko Hardman is out. Kadarius Toney is out because of an ankle and a hip. So obviously Rice, who's in my opinion, has become the number two behind Travis Kelsey in regard to targets and production, uh, I think could be a a good play as well. Um, As for the Giants, Darius Slayton dealing with a neck. Not sure if you have him on your your fantasy roster, of course, unless you have a deep league. Um, Also, uh, for the Cincinnati Bengals, T. Higgins is out. So there's that. Uh, Does Boyd step up? Does Irv Smith step up? Because now you've got a young quarterback. Of course, you know, young quarterback, first NFL start. A tight end is always a security blanket. So uh, that's what's going on at the wide receiver position. Uh, For running backs, uh, Kyron Williams, the running back for the Rams, off of IR, is expected to get the boatload of carries in that backfield for the Rams today. So if you've got him, congratulations. Tee him up. Deontay Foreman, running back for the Chicago Bears, is doubtful with a shin issue, and Herbert just came off of IR last week. So that could be a really good play for you. Uh, late add to the injury list, uh, Rashid White, running back for the Tampa Bay Bucks, dealing with a knee, is expected to go, but how 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 productive is he going to be? Um, 
You know, this is a this is a Colts team. They're actually quite good against the run. I think they're really going to force Baker Mayfield to throw the ball. So we'll see what happens there. And like I said, uh, Pierce with the Texans dealing with an ankle, questionable. So uh, stay tuned for that. If he does play, then obviously it's going to be running back by committee in that backfield with Singletary. And I know we already got a call earlier today, somebody questioning whether or not they should play Singletary or not. So keep an eye on that. As for the tight ends, Mark Andrews placed on IR. TJ Hawkinson is dealing with ribs. Uh, Keep that in mind, although I'm hearing that he is expected to play. Goddard is still out. Very interesting. Goddard has not been placed on IR. I think, you know, the Eagles did not want to place him on IR and take him off the the opportunity take him out of the opportunity of starting within six weeks but he is not going to give it a go today against the buffalo bills and uh and hayden hurst is still out because of a concussion for uh for the the uh the carolina panthers which i do like uh adam thielen today by the way for the panthers 800-919-3776 the phone number that's how you get on board quick break we come back i'll tell you the players who i do like um, who maybe you're on the fence with one or two of them, or maybe like me, you're going to be playing a lot of DFS this afternoon. And these are the guys that I'm going to be teeing up in my DFS lineups. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Four games already in the books. What does that mean for you? Well, hopefully you're, as I like to call it, you're coming in with house money. You, you've got some players who put up some solid points for you. Um, and you're not, you're not so much sweating it. But maybe not, right? Maybe you started DK Metcalf. Maybe you started uh, Tyler Lockett. And you, you, you need some players to ball out. All right, let's talk about some of the quarterbacks I like heading into today. Uh, obviously, Josh Allen, no surprise there. Along with Jalen Hurts, no surprise there. I think I think a lot of points are going to be put up in in this ball game. Uh, even though the uh, the Philadelphia Eagles good against the run, but as we know, changes made with the offensive coordinator for the Buffalo Bills. So now this will be their second game with changes made. And uh, I also like one of my favorite bets is uh, Jalen Hurts. By the way, anytime touchdown. Just FYI. Uh, Patrick Mahomes obviously going up against the Raiders, uh, but maybe not so obvious. Well, maybe not. C.J. Stroud, dude's just, just every week it's like 300 passing yards in two to three touchdowns. So I like both C.J. Stroud and uh, and Trevor Lawrence. I think a lot of points are going to be put up in this Jacksonville Texans game. By the way, the over under is 48. I would go over there. I also like over points uh, for uh, for the Texans. So, and also I think another sneaky good play will be the Colts, Gardner Minshew against the Tampa Bay Bucks. The Tampa Bay Bucks defense, they're coming off of a loss against the 49ers and they are just beat up. They've got three starters and two DBs that are not going to play today. So I think Gardner Minshew could be a sneaky good play, especially on DFS where he's, uh, you know, $5,000, $6,000. So I think, uh, I think, again, I'm going to play some Gardner Minshew on DFS. Uh, In regard to running backs, um, Stevenson against the Giants. As we know, the Giants are just god-awful. 31st against the run. So there's that. Uh, I think Derrick Henry could have a big day against the Carolina Panthers. I love me Pacheco against the Raiders. I'm going to be playing a lot of Pacheco. 
uh, Williams back in that backfield for the Rams. And, uh, and uh, again, my sneaky good play is Jalen Warren, which, by the way, uh, Matt Canada fired now as the Pittsburgh Steelers offensive coordinator. So Matt Sullivan, a.k.a. Sully, who used to work here with the Giants, was uh, promoted from quarterback coach to offensive coordinator. Could not have happened to a better human being and a nicer man. So big shout out to Sully. We'll be rooting for him today. And, uh, and, and I think, you know, we, we've, we've slowly seen the passing of the guard with Warren uh, becoming more the lead back in that backfield, more so than Najee Harris. So I, I think we're going to get a heavy dose of Warren today, which I'm really excited about. So um, I like Warren a lot today for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, in regard to uh, wide receivers, uh, Diggs, obviously, uh, going up against the Philadelphia Eagles. I also like Devontae Smith in that game. Bills, Eagles, again, I think a lot of points are going to be scored in that game. And those are the two wide receivers that I like most, especially since A.J. Brown is dealing with a thigh issue. So I think Devontae Smith is going to get a fair share of, uh, of targets today. No-brainer here with, uh, with Tank Dell along with Nico Collins. No surprise there, right? Um, again, I, I think... I think the uh, the Tampa, I think the Colts are going to try to stop the rushing attack with White and force um, force the Tampa Bay Bucks to pass the football, and so I, I do like Mike Evans today. I, I think he gets a hefty share of targets. Also, I think the Bucks are going to be playing from behind. Gotta like what Calvin Ridley did for you last week. I think he does it again. Why? Big reason why is Zay Jones is back. So when Zay Jones is in the game, it just seems that Calvin Ridley has a better game than Christian Kirk. When Zay Jones is out, Christian Kirk typically has a better game than Calvin Ridley. I just think it's the system that they're in and and what Peterson calls. So with Zay Jones expecting to play, uh, I think Calvin Ridley is, is... the play here at the wide receiver position for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, I also like Gabe Davis stretches the field for the, the, uh, the Buffalo Bills. And I think they're going to be throwing the ball a lot. Uh, I do like Gardner Minshew. So therefore Josh Downs to me is a sneaky, good play along with Michael Pittman. So I like both those wide receivers today. I would be surprised if Gardner Minshew passes for like 250, 280 yards and three touchdowns today. And hopefully Downs and and Pittman will be the beneficiaries of that. In regard to tight ends, uh, we've got obviously Travis Kelsey, which is a no-brainer there. Uh, I do like Taysom Hill this week as well. Friar Muth off of IR. And uh, and again, with Mike Sullivan now calling the plays, I think he's going to be a bigger part of that uh, Pittsburgh Steelers offense. Lummy Kincaid, he catches everything that's thrown his way. I see him scoring a touchdown today. I also like McBride with all the injuries to uh, what's going on with the Cardinals. I think McBride has a big game. I like Ingram as well. And probably my favorite tight end is David Njoku, especially for his price at 4100 5200 um, depending, of course, DK or, or, or FD. Um, you know, you've got DTR who's, who's going to be starting for Cleveland again. His depth of target is only about 10 yards. You're not going to put that rookie in a situation where he's going to turn the ball over. And the Pittsburgh Steelers are one of the most opportunistic defenses in the NFL. It's all they do is win the turnover battle. So I think this is a, a Cleveland team that's going to play it safe. 
And so I think Njoku is going to get the boatload of targets. He got 18 targets last week. 18. So I think he picks up where he leaves off. And so Njoku is possibly my favorite tight end to use in DFS this week. So there's that. Um, and again, I, I know we're going to get into, we're going we're gonna to kick off New York game day coming your way in just a few minutes. Uh, but, and, and I always have my, my locks of the week, which I went two and two last week. I gave out four plays. I usually give out three, but I was feeling like, you know, it's, it's, it's the holiday season. Time for giving. I went two and two. So we're still hovering around 60%, which is, which is good on the season. Means we're helping people win some money, which is great. Um, but just looking really quick before we take a break, when we come back with New York game day with Amani Toomer and, and, of course, Mike Tannenbaum. Mike Tannenbaum, by the way, is at the uh, Colts-Bucks game. So he'll be coming to us from, uh, from that stadium. Uh, the 1 o'clock games, some games that I do like... Again, I like the over in the Jags-Texans game, and that's sitting at 48. Um, I actually do like the, the Patriots today against the Giants. I don't want to do too much of a deep dive into that matchup because we're going to be spending a lot of time talking about that game, obviously, coming your way in the next three hours. Um, I love, love, love the Pittsburgh Steelers minus two in Cincinnati going up against. There's just To me, there's just no way that Mike Tomlin loses a second straight week to a quarterback uh, who's got little to no experience, uh, let alone an undrafted quarterback who is making his first career start. So, um, and and I, I do like the change. Matt Canada no longer there with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Mike Sullivan now the offensive coordinator. I really like this Pittsburgh Steelers win. I think they win today. I really like what I've seen from them uh, on the defensive side of the ball. And I'll lay the two with the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, I do like the Colts today at home, minus two and a half. Like I said, the Bucks, their defense is just all banged up. But again, excited to hear from Mike Tannenbaum and get his thoughts on that game. Uh, I love the Denver Broncos in the four o'clock hour, minus one and a half. This is a team that has finally um, embraced and has been able to execute what Sean Payton is trying to implement there. Russell Wilson is cooking and their defense uh, with Vance Joseph is uh, is is finally coming together, and of course Cleveland still rolling with a rookie quarterback on the road at Mile High. Good luck with that. I love the Rams today in Arizona. Arizona dealing with a lot of injuries, especially on the offensive side of the ball. So the Rams, I'll lay the two and a half on the road uh, in Arizona. I don't really have a great feel with this Buffalo Bills Eagles team. Eagles are favored at three right now. I'll probably buy the hook down to two and a half, and I'll lean Eagles just because they're at home. Uh, but I think this is going to be a close game. I think it's going to be a really good game today. But I, I lean Eagles minus two and a half. I think the Raiders are really going to give the Chiefs a run for their money. And uh, so I like the Raiders getting the nine and a half. And also, I think this is a really good spot to use the Raiders as a two-team six-point teaser and teasing them up to uh, 15 and a half. So you, you get the Raiders with, you know, starting the game up two touchdowns. So I think the Raiders could be a sneaky good play today. Uh, I do like the Ravens on the road, minus three. Again, I'll buy it down to minus two and a half against the Chargers. And last but not least, I do like the Chicago Bears going up against the Minnesota Vikings. And this would be the uh, the, the second leg of that two-team six-point teaser and how I would play it. I would tease the Chicago Bears up to plus nine going up against the Minnesota Vikings uh, on Monday Night Football. Okay, so uh, this concludes Fantasy Forecast. Hopefully we've helped you out, get you in the know. Uh, 